Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. G'day and welcome to another edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast. I'm Kevin Hillier. They all have special significance at the moment because of the things that we're going through in our daily lives. And someone who's going to help uh, navigate uh, some of the questions we have uh, is our guest in this podcast, and that is Superintendent Therese Fitzgerald, the Acting uh, Commander for the Northwest Metro Region of Victoria Police, as you can imagine. Very important job at the moment, as it is at all times, but at the moment, probably with a little more significance uh, in the day-to-day activities of, uh, of the people in the in the city. Of Wyndham. So, coming up shortly, we'll talk to uh, Therese about uh, what's going on with policing in the western suburbs. Uh, and it's all thanks, of course, to the uh, the Wyndham City Council and the Committee for Wyndham. Uh, now, just in terms of the council, a couple of little things I wanted to tell you about that uh, have caught my eye. The WyndhamTogether.com website, which we talked about with Kelly Grigsby and we talked about with the, the Mayor Josh Gilligan in recent uh, editions of this podcast, uh, they've got um, all sorts of good things on the, on the website that you can enjoy and uh, take part in, which will stop you from going crazy, which we're all doing a bit of at the moment, including that there are some great exercise programs, some things to do, some uh, competitions to get involved with. So it really is a terrific uh, website, windhamtogether.com. And of course, you can always jump on the on the uh, website of the of the Wyndham Council, which is windham.vic.gov.au. Of course, if you have a question, the, uh, the seven days a week, the, uh, the lines are manned for you to uh, give them a call and have a chat, 97420777, One thing that did catch my eye, uh, which is new on the uh, on the windham.vic.gov.au website, is a special section they've got for community support during COVID-19. Now, this goes into a whole area of uh, – it uh, deals with things like online shopping, uh, with emergency relief and material aid uh, – with housing, with uh, family violence, uh, with mental health uh, for both men and women and for young people. So a lot of areas in there that they've covered off uh, for places and people that you can get in touch with uh, just by going to that uh, that website. So please take advantage of that if you feel that that uh, is necessary in your life at the moment. Let's try and answer a few questions that uh, you obviously have and that I obviously have with the Superintendent uh, Therese Fitzgerald, uh, the acting commander for the Northwest Metro Region of Victoria Police, who joins me now. Therese, thank you very much for joining us on the Talking Wyndham podcast. We appreciate you. Very busy person with a lot on, uh, but we do appreciate your time to talk about some of the issues facing uh, our community. Oh, thank you, Kevin. It's an absolute pleasure, and I think it's important for us to stay in touch at this time. How um how's uh, how's it changed policing in terms of uh, on a day to day basis? Uh, well, of course, we're not seeing as much traffic on the roads or around <laughs> uh, the the public areas where we tend to see people. We've just gotten through Easter, where traditionally we'd have a lot of people going through our major arterials on their way to the surf coast. Uh, so, of course, um, traffic, and we're we're seeing less. Uh, road trauma on the roads, which is a fantastic thing, but that's purely because there's less traffic on the roads. Um, and, of course, we've got less reported crime at this point in time. Uh, but what it does mean is that um, we've got a, an ability at the moment and some capacity at the moment to really focus on some crime themes that have been troubling us for some time, such as things like uh, theft from motor vehicle, 
and some of that high harm, high impact crime. So we've been able to put additional patrols out to address that at this point in time. Um, one of the other things we were doing up until recently was uh, the person checks for the COVID-19. So um, we were knocking on people's doors who'd been recently returned from overseas. Um, just and, and that's something we've never done before in policing. So that was an interesting aspect for us. Uh, that, that part of it has finished almost because most of our people who have returned from overseas now have been in uh, mandatory quarantine in hotels. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, it has really changed things for us at this point in time. Um, the, the biggest aspect, I suppose, is making sure our own people can be safe. So understanding when they need to wear uh, protective equipment um, and uh, be sure that they're safe at all times and asking those questions when they're interacting with the public about if anybody's got symptoms so that they can um, uh, wear the most appropriate protective equipment. Just a, a logistic uh, a, a point, I guess, uh, is there has been a change. The most notable change has been in the structure of the uh, the actual stations in, a, in the City of Wyndham. That's right. Um, so we have got some measures in place just to reduce uh, the potential contact with anybody who might be infected. So we have closed the reception area at the Wyndham North Police Station, the one that's located in Tarnit. Um, so we're discouraging people from actually coming into the reception areas if they don't need to. Please just call triple um, call zero if you need to see police um, or if you did want to um, raise an issue about somebody being out and about or having a party where they shouldn't at this point in time, um, call triple zero. Uh, we, we really don't want people to unnecessarily come in and see us if they don't need to. Um, and we've been working with a number of the other agencies to um, how they might have documents witnessed or verified rather than people having to come into a police station to um, make that happen. The uh, the nature of uh, the kind of, I guess, offences, if we want to call them that, uh, that you're dealing with at the moment, there's been a, a bit of a, a change in terms of um, having to police this, uh, the, the, uh, all the details around the, the COVID-19 crisis. Yeah, that's right. So look, at any time like this, we do see people uh, being opportunistic. So uh, there's been some messaging out in the public for people to be wary of um, scamming. Oh, yeah. uh, so that's something we really want uh, people to be very conscious of, their security around that. Uh, the, the good thing, well, I won't say it's a good thing, but um, we, we're we not, as I said before, we're not seeing as much traffic out and about. And when we do see people out and about, um, we've got patrols there, we will pull you up and we will speak to you. And if, if if you're out and you're doing the wrong thing, of course, uh, we'll deal with that appropriately. So we've been able to make some significant arrests in the high harm, high impact crime theme at the moment and also around that vehicle crime uh, theme, So, which um, is good for us in that we're taking those people off the streets and committing those crimes and keeping the community safe. How about the logistics of, uh, of your workforce? I mean, is that uh, most workforces have been uh, traumatised either through uh, descaling of the workforce or by uh, the attrition uh, that the COVID virus is bringing uh, with people being isolated? Has it had much of an effect on, on the actual numbers of policing? Uh, well, look, initially we did have some of our members who'd been on leave and returned from overseas, so we're also required to self-isolate at home. Yep. It didn't have a big impact on us, so um, we, we've found ways for if people need to be working from home, we're helping them with that as well. Um, but we're, as you know, we're a 24-7 organisation, so we can all, always find ways to work flexibly. Um, and I think more than ever, people in Victoria Police are in the job for a reason. Uh, they want to help the public. 
we see really high levels of presenteeism at this point in time rather than um, absenteeism. So, um, but we are keeping a, a close eye on all of our people, um, encouraging them to report if they've got any symptoms and, you know, ensuring that they take the time off and get the testing where needed. We've seen in some areas, uh, particularly supermarkets and places like that, uh, the the aggression and the the anger and frustration of uh, of, of people uh, in situations they're being put in at the moment, uh, and dealing with that as as your officers have to do uh, makes it difficult. I mean, that's obviously something that they've had to deal with and and kind of balance up a bit too. Yeah, we have seen um, you know increased levels of anxiety across the community. Uh, so we're there to help everybody get through this uh, and, and, you know, of course, we're navigating some really different times for us. That we've got the powers under the Chief Health Officer's uh, directions uh, and, and you will have seen we've been issuing penalty notices to people where they're blatantly um, and being very obvious about disobeying the Chief Health Officer directions. Um, but that's something we're navigating you know, we're not always going to get that right. You will have seen the dep- our Deputy Commissioner talking about this. Um, and where we get it wrong, we, we will certainly put a hand up and withdraw a penalty notice if, that, if that's necessary. Um, you know, and I'd ask when you're interacting with our people, if you can, just show that level of patience, some sort of legitimate reason for being out. And if you're not blatantly disregarding those directions, then our people will, you know, take what you have to say to them. We're not out issuing penalty notice when, when we don't need to be. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of give and take and a bit of communication in there. It's, it's really vital, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we've, we've all, this is something none of us have ever encountered before. So, you know, hopefully we can provide that comfort in the community uh, so that we're keeping people safe. And um, we really just want to work with the community to, to keep that level of calm because it's it's challenging for everybody at the moment. Therese, one of the things that we've noted with the, with the health workers, and they're, they're, they really are on the front line of this, but uh, so are police, is is the the way they've stepped up to the plate. Have you seen the same thing in uh, in your rank and file? Oh, absolutely. Um, our, our people really, um, they're very conscious of the, as I said before, the reason they joined this organisation is because they want to help the community. So uh, people are going above and beyond, um, doing what they can, um, putting their hand up to work a, um, a, a night shift or whatever else we need to do. We have adapted, as I said. Um, we're conducting some different operations. Uh, we've got an operation at the moment called Operation Shielding. So we've got our, um, our transit and our PSOs out doing a different role to what they would normally be. So people in Wyndham will see them around Werribee Plaza and places like that just making sure that um, businesses and other areas in the community are protected whilst they might not be operating. Have uh, have there been spikes, and I don't expect you to have figures, but there have, have there been spikes in the things that were talked about at the start of this in terms of domestic violence and those sort of areas where you've got people cooped up in houses, uh, you know, uh, underneath one another's sort of toes virtually? Um, is, is that Have we seen that or not seen that so far? Uh, well, look, I, I can't really comment on the numbers, but it's certainly something that we've been very conscious of. So we've we've really been very proactive, um, particularly focusing on uh, our vulnerable people in the community and uh, some people who might be in a situation where they don't feel comfortable to speak out. So, and we know who those people are. We're engaging with them to see how we can assist. 
and um, work with our referral agencies to ensure that they're safe at this time. Yeah, it's a tricky situation, isn't it? I mean, the other thing that obviously gets uh, gets looked at from uh, from your point of view at the, at the highest level is uh, what you've got in place for situations like this. And we've all talked about the fact that it's unprecedented, and we and no one actually saw this coming or knew what knew that it was coming or had any plans for it. But risk management in those areas, have you been uh, been uh, sort of happy with the way they've played out? Uh, yeah. Look, we, we've. Um you know, we've always had pandemic as one of the emergency management situations that we plan for. But um, because we've been watching what's happening uh, internationally, it's probably on a scale that we might not have imagined previously. So we've adjusted our plans very quickly, um, which is probably part of the closing the Wyndham North Police Station. So um, I, I think how emergency management structures and what, uh, the systems that we have in place have really uh, worked very well for us during this uh, pandemic that we're experiencing at the moment. So it is something that you uh, you actually have a, uh, a I guess, a, a plan for. Uh, you know, we talk about plan A and plan B. So there was something uh, that you've been uh, been sitting in a shelf somewhere that probably gathering dust? It's probably a good way to put it, Kevin. Um, our, uh, our Assistant Commissioner for State Emergency Services uh, Command is Granger. He's actually a Wyndham resident. Um, and, um, you know, they, these are the kinds of unknowns that he often talks about having to plan for, and that's the reason that his command exists. So, um, you know, I, I think he'd be happy with our planning to date and how we're responding uh, we have got our State Police Operations Centre up and running, uh, and that means every area across the state is reporting up there with our, our chief constantly being informed about what's going on and working with the other agencies in the State Control Centre. So um, our Emergency Management Commissioner, Andrew Crisp, um, and all of the agencies who report to him. So um, it's been an interesting time for stakeholder relationships, and this is where um, we certainly really value the work that we do with other agencies. What's uh, what's the biggest challenge to race uh, in the coming? Uh, and we're looking, we're talking about weeks and months still. Uh, yeah, well, that's just it. I think, Kevin, it's that unknown aspect. Um, but I think every Victorian would be grateful for the fact that we're not seeing um, the incredibly high numbers that they're seeing internationally. Um, I, I think uh, if we all stick together and do the right thing. We'll get through it, but I do think we've got a bit of time to wait yet, and it is that unknown, and we appreciate that that makes people anxious, but um, uh, they need to know that we're here to support them and work with them through that. And in terms of uh, your own, uh, your own, the, the rank and file and the, and the staff, um, uh, for their mental health and their mental stability, obviously, is a, is a big issue as well? Oh, yeah, it will be. Look, we've got people who, obviously, their partners will be out of work. Uh, that's creating some some pressure for them many people who are parents in the organisation and now having to to grapple with homeschooling. Uh, we're, we're fortunate, I suppose, that as emergency services, we can uh, rely on some of the things that have been offered to us through education where you might have to take your children to school. Um, but the, the other part of that is uh, people might have elderly parents that they yeah. need to care for and that creates an additional pressure for them. So we're having those conversations with our people regularly and making sure they're supported and help, help them navigate that too. One of those things that might come out of this that, that might be a good thing is uh, we're all sort of doing that thing, that retrospective thing. We're going, oh, we won't take that for granted again. Uh, we might not take our police force for granted again too, uh, you know, by the time we get to the end of this, hopefully. Uh, well, um, one would hope so. Uh, you 
know, there's a whole range of things that we um, we probably took for granted in the past. But uh, look, I hope it helps us connect to the Wyndham community in a stronger way. Um, at my inspector down at Wyndham, uh, James Dalton, uh, has been in that role now for a few months. Uh, he's working really hard with his team to make sure that uh, the police maintain that connection with the Wyndham community um, and that they're there to support them. So um, I, I hope that, and I know that Wyndham community are generally really great supporters of us. Um, we've got a great council down there who work really well with us and support us through all of the emergency management incidents that we encounter. So um, I know that we're not taken for granted by our stakeholders and certainly many of our community people are great supporters of ours. You mentioned uh, James Dalton and that he has been in the uh, in the chair now for a couple of months. So that's all obviously working well? Going really well. James has been working in our division for some time. Um, he came out of our tasking and coordinating role which means that he's got a really great knowledge of uh, crime and issues across the whole of the Westgate Division, including Hobson's Bay and Maribyrnong. Uh, But he was also in that TNC role. He was also in charge of the Highway Patrol and our proactive policing unit. So he's done a lot of work in the Windex community already. So it's just, um, it's been a really uh, easy sideways step for him. Um, And I hope Soon in the future, you get the opportunity to talk with James as well because it'd be a great chance for him to reach out to the Wyndham community via your um, by your platform. Yeah, no, hopefully uh, we will get uh, James on in the coming weeks. Obviously, there's a bit on his plate at the moment, as uh, as there are is, is for you, and we, we really do appreciate your time. That cooperation you mentioned between the the different uh, sort of bodies uh, in terms of council and state government, all those things that uh, that's been brought to the fore and, and been shown to be a really healthy relationship and a very respectful relationship between all parties. Oh, that's right. Well, you know, um, DHHS are the lead agency in this incident. Um, and, um, of course, the council's there to support all of the agencies who work in and around Wyndham. But um, I always say it's, this is why stakeholder relationships are so important because it's it's really difficult to make friends in the middle of a crisis if you've already got those relationships in existence, and that's something that we really work hard on in um, Victoria Police, particularly in Wyndham. Uh, it makes our job a lot easier when, when the crisis comes, so... We've certainly uh, been able to re- rely on those strong relationships we have with the other agencies in the area. And, and I guess part of that too is that uh, no one seems to have been caught on the hop by this, which is which is kind of refreshing. Um, yeah, it is refreshing, I suppose. Um, there's a lot of goodwill in the community and the other agencies, and we just get on with it. So um, uh, we've seen the agencies rise to the challenge recently with the fires, etc., across the state of Victoria. Yeah. So. Um, we know that when there's a crisis, we can step up to the plate and just get on with it. I'm sure the emergency services uh, people would though would have been thinking, okay, the fires are done. What what can we do next? It wouldn't have been <laughs> it wouldn't have been a pandemic. I can assure. I'm, I'm positive of that. Yeah, well, I've got to say, Kevin, I've said it a few times. Um, dealing with a pandemic wasn't on my radar for 2020, so. Um, it's it's a new challenge, but um, we're dealing with it and we'll, we'll get through it. Yeah, and let's hope it's off our radar sooner rather than later, but I think we've got a few weeks uh, at least to uh, to batten down the hatches. Uh, just finally, uh, Therese, uh, what, what you'd like to say firstly to the uh, the police who might be uh, listening to this, uh, members of the of the force? Oh, I'd, I'd just really like to thank them for their commitment during this time. We see the hard work that you're doing every day. I don't get a chance to speak to them. Indeed, I haven't been able to go down to Werribee or Wyndham North. 
Um, but I know the good work they're doing. Uh, I know the goodwill they're spreading and I know that the community really appreciates the work they're doing. So I thank them very much for that. And uh, to the community, to the people of the, the City of Wyndham? To the people of the City of Wyndham, thank you for our supporters. Please be patient with us. We're grappling with this new situation as well. Um, we're there to help and we just want to get through this together. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. We know it's very valuable. We appreciate it and uh, simply keep up the good work. Thanks so much, Kevin. My thanks to Therese Fitzgerald. It's a very busy job at the moment, a very busy job at any time, but at the moment, particularly uh, resources, I would imagine, stretched to the max and her time are very, very valuable and we really do appreciate it here on the Talking Wyndham podcast. A little reminder once again, the council is only a phone call away if you have a question. Uh, Whatever it is, whatever council service you want to check on, whatever local service you want to know about, they're there to help you. Uh, They're there seven days a week. Uh, They've uh, rejig rosters around to make sure there are people there to be able to talk to you. Nine. 742-0777 is that number. I mentioned uh, on the website, windham.vic.gov.au, some terrific uh, areas in there, uh, both uh, for leisure activities and also for the more serious side of uh, community support during COVID-19. Go to that particular page and there's all sorts of uh, areas in there that'll help you out. Uh, If housing is a problem and an issue for you, uh, they have some numbers and some people you can talk to there. Uh, Family violence, uh, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, emergency relief and material aid that you're after or even uh, something as simple as online shopping for, for certain goods. Uh, it's all there. So check that website out. Wyndham.vic.gov.au and of course the Wyndham Together website as well with a whole range of activities and uh, and things on there for you to have a look at. So take care, look after yourself. Until uh, the next time we meet, this has been the Talking Wyndham podcast with thanks to the committee for Wyndham. Uh, stay safe and uh, stay inside and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.